Blog Talk Radio. Praise God. Good evening and welcome to Blog Talk Radio. We're celebrating 18 years of being on air. We really just getting started with this celebration. This is going to be a, a two-month celebration because we haven't never celebrated nothing, just doing radio. Well, it's time to give uh, honor to the Lord uh, for this radio station. And it was founded basically strictly on faith. And I didn't have a dime in my pocket when the Lord told me, you're going to have internet radio station when I started off with New Wine Radio. And I met that through James Jones, and I started getting real good there. And the pastor was kind of getting conflicts because more people was listening to me than him. So I left and formed Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. And after that, the third year, the Lord told me, I want you to change it now to LiveDeliverance.com. And I, I did it. Been on there 18 years. We got a topic that a lot of Christians having problems hearing God. Their soul is in the way. Their emotions, their anger. And when we're bent toward that way of our emotions, we can't, we're not able to hear the Holy Spirit from the fleshly mind. Come out the mind. You are listening to Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio at www.fellowshipofdeliveranceinternetradio.com. We're located at 1581 Phoenix Boulevard, Suite 2, Atlanta, Georgia, 30349. To call us toll-free, dial 1-877-603-7348. The pastor is Pastor Emmett Overton, and if you'd like to contact us, you can also email us at fdimresearch.com at hotmail.com. Our schedule for the month includes the first week of every month. We have Pastor Wayne C. Thompson during the second week, Derek Prince Ministries International during the third week, Apostle John Eckhart of Crusaders Church, and the fourth week we have Dr. Frederick K.C. Price. On Sundays we have all-day Christian music, gospel music, uplifting your spirit, so just tune in to Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio on Sundays for Christian music all day long. I'd also like to announce our new location for Saturday Bible Studies. If you're in the Atlanta area, we will be located in Norcross, Georgia at First Baptist Church of Norcross starting the 16th of May for worship. And that session will start at 2 p.m. every Saturday. Again, that's First Baptist Church of Norcross for worship starting the 16th of May at 2 p.m. With that, I'll turn the mic over to Pastor Emmett Overton. Those who have been listening to this message, that's Minister Candace Durden. She's the occult research specialist and operation manager at Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. If you have any prayer requests, please submit that prayer request to attention. Minister Candace Durden at FDIM Research at FDIMHotmail.com. FDIM Research, I'm sorry, Hotmail.com. Uh, if you'd like to have any songs to be, uh, you'd like to be hearing, make that attention of Minister uh, Katie Bailey, Chief Musician at Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio at FDIM Research at Hotmail.com. If you would like Sister Kay Bailey to minister to you at an organization function such as a wedding or minister to you in the Ministry of Music, please submit your request to FDIM Research at Hotmail.com. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus of Nazareth. We take authority over every demonic spirit of the mind, all mind spirits and mammal spirits, squid spirits, confusion, 
anything that will hinder this word of God, Lord, we ask that you send your angels to protect us and to encamp around us. Put a hedge of protection like you did with Job in Job 1, 9 and 10, O Lord God. And Father, you say, where there are two or more gathered together, therefore that I am in the midst. And we thank you for being in the midst of us this evening. And thank you for giving us life, O Lord. And thank you for the mercy and grace that you have bestowed upon us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, I want to talk about a subject that a lot of people really don't like to talk about, neither do they even know anything about it. It's our souls, our soul nature. What is causing your soul to get all upset when someone speaks to you? Why are you getting mad when someone don't say the right word to you? Why, why when someone responds to you, you have to defend yourself? You're supposed to have the full arm of God. Why is that? Because it's self, independent from God. It's yourself trying to be independent from God. And you haven't been saved for a long length of time, so you go back to the things that you know before you were saved. And basically you bring those things before you were saved into salvation. And, 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 and no one has taught you how not to operate like that. You still bring that to God. And what happens is it disrupts your fellowship with the Lord because it's the spirit man that must get the praises, not your mind, not your emotions. So uh, what we're going to do is start off with uh, uh, Matthew chapter 27, verse 33. And the key to this is Golgotha, which is a place of a skull. Uh, that's what Jesus uh, did 1,900 years ago. He died on the cross at Golgotha. And in Matthew 27:33 it says, And when they will come unto a place called Golgotha, that is to say, a place of a skull, S-K-U-L-L. Well, the skull houses the brain, okay? And if you see where Jesus died on the cross at, under there it looked like a skull, because he died that you killed that brain. See, the mind is a good thing to have in the natural world. But Christians are taking the mind and trying to put it into revelation. And that's why they can't hear God. Christians are trying to reason the Bible. Christians are trying to understand the Bible without the Holy Ghost. And it's not going to happen. So what you do when you start reasoning, when you start intellectualizing it, when you start asking crazy questions to yourself, because you're only talking to yourself, because God's not listening to it because he's a spirit. He doesn't come into the mind. And what you're doing is trying to uh, understand revelation from a carnal perspective. You, you won't get that. It takes revelation to hear the Lord. It takes fasting. It takes prayer. It takes patience. And, and, and we all need a little work on when it comes to patience. We don't want anything uh, to be done slow. Why? We move in a fast-paced society, fast food, fast music, pull up to the uh, uh, hamburger plate, eat, get some quick. Families don't even sit down together because it's quick, fast, internet, high speed. Everything is fast. And that comes from the soul perspective of the natural world. And what happens is you are bringing that into the spirit, and the spirit keeps throwing it out. So every time you try to reason when you're reading the Bible, the, the, the Holy Spirit goes like this. He doesn't want it because you're not hearing God, you're hearing yourself. And that's very, very dangerous. We must be very diligently in trying to do the things of God by the Spirit.
Spirit of God. The problem is when you do things in your mind, it definitely doesn't come from the Spirit. Now, what I want to do is to break this down. I'm so grateful that we started early so we can get a good two hours in here and won't nobody be tired. What I want to do is to get your spirit man able to deal with teachings two or more hours. God has been telling me, uh, I don't deal with one hour. That ain't enough for, for you to get fed off of. Some people are used to they can't retain. I've been praying real deeply with that, and the Lord told me that's not biblical. If you can show me in the Bible where a person can't retain after two hours, I'll stop. It's not even in the Bible. So if, I don't, if it ain't in the Bible, I don't believe it. So I won't do it. Okay? God has told me to feed you. My job is to feed you and pack you in because I don't know if you're going to read the Bible when you walk out of here. Okay? I don't know what you're going to do. But while you're here, I'm going to try to give you something that's going to help you and to benefit you in your life with God. Okay? So let's deal with the three parts of the body. One is non-physical and one is physical. Two of them are physical and one's non-physical. Okay, that's in First Thessalonians 5.23. Two is physical, one's non-physical. Two, physical, one, non-physical. And in First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, it says, And the very God of peace sanctify you holy, and I pray, God, your whole spirit. Now, you can't see that one. That's not natural. This is the one that you need to be growing in, but you're not. This is the one that you need to be very sensitive in, but you're not. Let me give you an example. You may be dealing with a person, and you may be talking about the person, and you may see the person have a behavior problem. Instead of you looking at it spiritually, you're looking at it in a natural perspective. You say, say things for a person walk up to you and, and cuss you out. Well, why would that person cuss me out? That's the natural side of it. And you keep focusing on that side. That's the natural man. That's not going to work. You have to look at it on the spiritual side of it. Now, there is a scripture that can really clear this up for everybody. And I'm going to show it to you. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Still, We're still on... Uh, body, mind, soul, and spirit. The spirit is the unseen. Okay? And what you're doing is taking your soul, which is natural, your mind, your feelings, emotion, and you're letting your soul be the discernment of the Holy Spirit. That's why you ain't getting no revelation. You're doing everything in the flesh, trying to serve God in your flesh, not serving him in your spirit. That's why you can't hear God. God doesn't operate in the flesh. He operates in the spirit. So you have to learn how to uh, differentiate spiritual things and natural things. So the Bible specifically says here in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14, but the natural man, that's the natural, that's not the spirit. See, And what your mind is trying to do is to understand scripture from a spiritual perspective, but you're in the wrong category. What you're doing in the mind trying to read the Bible? And, and, and the Bible specifically says it's not going to work. He says here, but the what? Natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit. So you go to Eloise West and Eloise West cuss you out. Or what you cussing me out for? And why you do me like that's natural? You're not. What, what you're supposed to be doing is binding up the spirit of argumentation in her. Have you ever thought about that? But see, if you're not spiritually in tune to do that, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen at all. Because your spirit is not in tune to deal with spiritual things. And that's how the devil gets us all caught up. 
You see, he said, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Spiritually discerned. Your soul cannot discern the things of the Spirit. And what you're doing is taking your soul, your personality, what you know, what you've been taught by man, what you've taught yourself, and you're trying to apply the Holy Ghost with that. It's not going to work. So if you have a person, say, for instance, they have a behavior problem, you're always looking at the natural symptoms. But why don't you tell me, well, what about the demon, the spirit of argument, or the cursing spirit? You ever notice person can't, they don't ever talk like that because they're soulish. They don't have a terminology for spiritual things because they're in the soul realm. That's the difference that I can tell whether the person is in the spirit or in the soul. They see it and they look at it on a soulish perspective. They'll talk to you all day on that soul is because comfortable in that. See, we all was trained in that. The every last one of us in here was trained with that. And we have, we have, we have carried that over into salvation. The Lord has specifically told me to tell you, you have carried that over to, into salvation. You can't put that into salvation. You can't take sugar and put it in the gasoline. It ain't, the, the car won't crank. And some of you are struggling and battling and trying to understand God in your mind. And your emotions have really got you so messed up because you don't have no peace. How can you have peace in your emotion? You can't. Jesus said, peace I come to give you and more life everlasting. Well, he can't give that to you if you're all soulish. You wouldn't understand what it is because if I holler at you, you get upset. Say the wrong thing. You cry. Oh, you may cuss me out. I don't know what you may do. But if you're acting like that, you need to check yourself. God is dealing with me on that. God is specifically dealing with me on that. Uh, when someone communicates with me, make sure that I'm hearing God. If I'm not hearing nothing, don't respond to that spirit. If I know someone is cussing at me, don't respond to them cussing at you. Because it's not them. But see, you can't see that because you're still here in the natural. Paul says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. The Bible says here, but the natural man. The reason why you can't see it is because you're in a natural stage of, in your mind. You have set your mind up to a natural stage. Now, I know this is kind of difficult for some of you to say, well, we've been doing this all our life. You've got to change it. Jesus said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, old things are what? Passed away, all things are becoming new. So your vocabulary must become new when you hear somebody cussing at you. You've got to tell your new vocabulary that's a spirit, that's a demon in that person that's cussing then you can start training your spirit man to start accepting that type of vocabulary. But your spirit man doesn't have it because you constantly shift into natural stuff, shift into natural stuff, and it won't work. So that's one of the main reasons why we can't hear God is because we're taking the natural things and we're trying to mix it with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, when he speaks to you, is very peaceable, soft. He's very soft, very authoritative. If you ever hear him, it's all mixed into one. Okay? And when he gets angry, he gets angry. And it's a righteous anger. And I've heard that before. And I, it's loud. Stop that. You know, very, or when he say a name, uh, you can hear the name. He, he, he don't call him brother. Just, he just call him a name. And behind it, it's very unpleasing. Because that person is a bastard. Now, the spirit in us is supposed to receive the things of God. The spirit man is what's supposed to grow in us. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. If you're not studying the word, you're putting it in your spirit. Now, while you're studying, the devil may tell you you ain't going, you're not going to grow. 
Why are you reading the Bible? He tell you that when you read on it. Huh? See that? And what he's trying to do to you is to stop you from reading the Bible. He may, be t- he may tell some of you, you ain't getting nowhere. You still can't hear God. Don't listen to that lie. You must understand that the devil is the father of all lies. His job is to lie and to deceive you. So when he's telling you that you keep reading, if you don't understand what you're reading, keep going. Train the spirit man to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Don't train the spirit man to be dull to the Holy Spirit. So if you keep reading, you don't hear nothing, then you begin to train your spirit. I will wait till I hear God. I will wait till I hear God. I will wait till I hear God. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever in Hebrews 13. 8. He hasn't changed. He's not, the Lord is the same. But the principles is that you haven't been taught this. And if you can get these principles down, you can train your spirit, I guarantee you, you'll be able, how many people want to hear God? Raise your hand. Well, if you try this and do this diligently, the problem that God has told me is that we are not doing this diligent. You'll start, you'll stop. Yeah, I'll start all back over then. Half of us in here are so inconsistent in our lives because our soul got you like this. Your spirit, spirit man don't supposed to have you like that. That's coming from your soul. You'll start, then you'll stop. You need to be diligent. Here's some scriptures for you if you're not diligent in doing the things of God, and if you're not diligent in trying to hear him. Deuteronomy 11.22, go home and read it. I don't have time to explain that tonight. Deuteronomy 28.1, Job 13.17, Proverbs 7.15, and uh, give me Proverbs 7.15 real quick. Uh, Zechariah chapter 6, verse uh, 15 and Hebrews 11.6. Let's look at Proverbs chapter 7, verse 15. Proverbs 7.15. Therefore came I forth to meet thee, diligently to seek thy face, and I have found thee. Diligently to seek his face. And he said, you find him. But you've got to do it diligently. And see, what, what, I'm, what I'm finding out is that we have an old man that's so strong. Man, this old man in us is strong. And he's determined to make you learn Scripture independent from the Holy Spirit. That old man is your mind. He's determined to make you figure it out. He's going to do everything he can to get you to try to figure it out instead of the Holy Spirit. Jesus says, do not worry about what you shall say or how that you should even say it. For the Holy Ghost will teach you at that hour what you need to say. But the old man don't want to hear that, the flesh. If the flesh can rule you, you'll never have victory in your, in your life. Whether it's hearing God, whether it's dealing with a particular sin, you're going to be going around the same mountain over and over. And God doesn't want that. God wants to talk to you, but you've got to do things to allow him to talk to him. You have to change your vocabulary with God's word. If you see someone cussing you, say that's a spirit. Change, say that. Out the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. And align your spirit to start understanding spiritual things instead of your mind understanding it. See, when people talk to me, and they talking to me, let me show you what I'd be doing if somebody talked to me. Even at my office, I'm, I'm going to show you what I'd be doing, for example. This is not, you see my mouth now. I'm doing this in my spirit while she's talking. So 
And then I wait, Lord, Lord, say, say something, and I say it. I don't sit there and go like this. Listen to mind to mind, brain, brain, that brain, the brain, and he doesn't come out of that. You saying something, he responding back. Both of y'all ain't getting nothing out of it because it didn't come from God. You didn't waste your time in the counseling session. Most preachers do that. Oh, oh, I think that, and we'll pray. That's the mind. Ain't nothing coming out of that just sounding real good and sounding real high. He'll make it a fool out of himself because he can't give you no revelation because he can't hear nothing. And that's what's wrong with the church. You got all these people, good words and sounds. That don't mean nothing. You got to hear his word. But remember, what is it going to take for you to hear it? The Bible says you got to be doing it what? Diligently. You have to do this diligently. If you catch yourself trying to figure stuff out, stop doing that. I notice when I see people reading the Bible, they're trying to, they eyes where they're trying to, I'll say they're going to, just let it soak in. Quit trying to be a vacuum cleaner for, for the Holy Spirit. Just let it come in. Let it flow and just let it get in your spirit. Don't try to figure that out. Just receive it. There's things in the Bible that I don't even understand. I don't even understand it. And the Lord will tell me, go on. Maybe three weeks he'll give me the revelation. I never said do this here. Hmm. Hmm. Ah, uh, no. Don't do that. Because you're going to come up with an answer totally different from the Holy Spirit. That's just how he said, my ways are not your ways. My ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts are. That's there 55 eight. He doesn't, he doesn't teach you how you think that he's going to teach you. And that's in the mind. You've been accustomed to that. So people get offended with me because they, they say, well, why don't you listen? I say, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. I hear you. And then I'll wait till God tell me what to do. I'm not taking what the person's saying from their mind, because most of it's coming from their mind. Okay, what we do is this premeditation thing, thinking. In reading the Bible, do not think. I'm trying to show you how to hear God. When you read the Bible, don't think it out. You start getting caught up in thinking, you're going to miss valuable time because the word. Why are you reading it? It's cleansing you. When you read the Bible, you're getting cleansed. That's why people don't read the Bible. I said, Lord, it's the demons blocking people from reading Bibles. Because Jesus says, when you read it, you will get cleansed from evil spirits. Can someone tell me where that's written? We've said that plenty of times. Let me see if there are any big-time uh, Bible remembers in here knowing it. You know where it's there? You know where it's there? Okay, let's turn to Matthew 8.16. Let me show you something. So while you're doing this, let the Spirit of God do His thing and you get, get out the way. Stop trying to figure out. Let Him get in there and let Him do the cleaning because he, know he, he knows what you need to get cleaned out more than yourself. Don't limit your mind to tell God, the powerful Spirit of God, uh, what it can do and what it can't do. That's not for you to do. In Matthew 8, 16, it says, When the eve was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. So as you're reading the Bible, he is cleansing you. Now, when you read, your mind get it. And it goes straight to your spirit. Let it filter through. You may not understand what you're reading. A time will come when you will. That's going to come. 
Don't think that that's not going to come. You will have your day. But first, let him cleanse you. Let, see, when I read, I just get cleansed. And sometimes when I read, he starts shooting scriptures out to me, just like this here, because he's getting me ready for a sermon. Now, today, I haven't studied at all today. He told me, don't study. He said, just go on up there. He's carrying me to level, another level of teaching. He said, I'm going to teach you how to expand more, not from your mind, but from the Spirit. You have to do this by the Spirit. So stop premeditating. Let me tell you something. That's dangerous. Stop trying to figure out God. Let me show you where that's at in the Bible. Some, we were recapitulating something that I taught a month, two or three months ago. But it looked like you have to just get over to something. Because some people, it's hard for people to learn, man. Sometimes some people go over and over for somebody to get it. And if it takes that, then, then that's fine. Because who's for me to be impatient with you? God was patient with me and still is patient with me. And we must be patient with others. Patience is part of the fruit of the Spirit. One way how you're going to get caught up in your mind is hurrying up trying to rush God. And see, y'all bring that over to the Lord. God is telling me to tell you, all need to stop trying to rush him and push him. He ain't moving on your terms. You're going to move on his terms. You are always analyzing, figuring things out. You get on your job. But you see, uh, in the supervisor, I don't want to hear all that because it's the same thing. And I'm with a demon harassing you. And yet you're trying to figure out in your mind why he did that. And then you want to explain to me what the supervisor did and what you did. That's your mind. That's why all I had no interest in hearing it. Because you're not dealing with the spiritual part of, the, of that person. What about the demons in the person? But you're good at knowing the person in the person. You know that. That's natural. But what you need is spiritual things to really deal with the root of that problem. And you're not going to deal with this here. This ain't going to get nothing done. Nothing. You can try it if you want to. Every time you do it, let me show you what I've seen. Let me show you something. All your life, that mind, thinking, they have trained you to think. Folks say you got to think. That ain't in the Bible. Let me show you why it's not in the Bible. Let me show you why it's not in the Bible. That's not biblical. It's nowhere in the Bible you know all this thinking. It's messing you up. Trust the Lord. Most people think so they won't trust God. That's an escape. Let's go to uh, Mark thirteen eleven. We've got a lot of scriptures to teach about how to come out that mind. Thoughts. Some people don't even know whether they're in the mind or not. And if you don't know where you're in the mind or not, you need to ask, ask God. That's very dangerous. I know when I'm in my mind. Because the Lord don't talk to me when I'm in my mind. I don't even want to go there. I ain't going there. Folks tell me they problem. They start shooting them problems. I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Lord, tell me what to tell these people. I'm not going to engage in a, in a conscious sake of my, my brain. I'm not going to do that. Let's look at Mark 13, 11. He says, but when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no what? Thought beforehand. So you're not even supposed to take any thought. Now, don't look at this scripture and say, that's just for one way. That's your mind. Going to go right back trying to analyze this. Just look at it. Don't get your mind to try to analyze it. It says, but when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand. So we don't even so supposed to think before anything happens. We don't supposed to think. He says also, and, and what shall speak? Neither do ye premeditate. God doesn't want you to premeditate, to think on this. He says, this is why. Let me tell you why God doesn't want you. Notice that he says this. He says, neither do ye 
premeditate, but whosoever shall be given you in that hour, that speak ye, for it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. How is the Holy Ghost going to speak to you if you're thinking? Let me say this again. That's what the Bible just says. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit can't speak to you if you're thinking. Notice he gave you the rules. He said, don't premeditate, right? And then he said, after that, for the Holy Spirit. So he's saying, look, you can't think. That's what he's saying. He said, let the Holy Spirit do it for you. Because if you let the Holy Spirit do it for you, then that's the Christ that died on the cross at Golgotha. That's when you accepted Jesus as your personal Savior and you told him to come in your life. Then that spirit man can work in you. Now he's alive and he's active. But if you're trying to figure him out and think him out, he can't come there because your mind is trying to figure him out. So you won't even get the Holy Spirit. Look at this scripture again. Let's look at this again, and, and it will show you that you're not supposed to think nothing out. It says, but when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand. Now, now the Bible doesn't say anything about the Holy Spirit at this particular time. He's telling you some things don't do. Okay? This is what you're not supposed to do. That's all he's saying. But we still go back to doing it. That's a stronghold. Now, if you're going back to doing it again, it's a stronghold. You've got a serious stronghold problem, and you may need to come to get some deliverance. Now, he says, take no thought beforehand, and then he says, what ye shall speak. So beforehand, don't say nothing is what he's saying. He's saying that. He said, don't say nothing. Then now you're going to say, well, what you mean? Getting smart. I got to say something. No, he ain't saying it like that. He's trying to say when you open this mouth of yours, it, it's supposed to be coming from the Holy Spirit. But most times we open this mouth, it's coming from our brain. And some of you can't define which one is it. So you're a baby in that area. You have diapers. Keep your diapers on. Please, keep your diapers on. And grow up and wait and ask God to give you this revelation. Then he says, neither do ye premeditate, but the conjunction, whatsoever shall be given you in that hour. So he's talking about in that hour, in every hour, the Holy Spirit will give you revelation. If you let him. Now, if there's no word in you, you're not going to get no revelation. So don't think that I'm saying you can do this without reading the word. There's nothing in there. It's, no re it's just going to be an empty sack. A can with no vegetables. Imagine going and still getting some cans. Ain't nothing in it. Well, that's how the Holy Spirit will be. If you think that you're going to do this before you, so well, I won't say nothing. You ain't reading the Bible. He can't pull nothing out of your spirit. There's times when he's pulled different scriptures up out of my spirit up here. That's what he got to do to you. So if you don't premeditate, you give the Holy Spirit free will to do what he wants to do. The Holy Spirit loves free will, but your mind is shutting him down. Y'all shutting the Holy Spirit down. You're shutting them down by thinking, figuring it out, and these, these eyes. Let me show you how the devil, I, the devil said, I, I will exalt my throne. Well, don't be in the eye club. I want to know. Yeah, okay, well, let the Holy Spirit teach you. You don't need to know nothing. Let the Lord show you at his time. Be patient and just keep reading and don't quit. Do not quit. The Lord is saying he loves you, but you've got to follow his rules and regulations to hear him. Okay? You've got to follow that. And then he said, Speak ye, for it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Spirit that's supposed to be speaking. 
thought, the act of process of thinking, the facility of thinking or reasoning, the product of thinking. All you're going to get is nothing out of it. Imagine staying up nine hours trying to figure something out when you don't even have to do it and you can get it in two seconds. The mind takes that long to figure something out. The Holy Spirit can do it just like this here. God has told me that's why I don't want you thinking. Just boom, the scripture comes to me. Just like that. I move my thought process out the way. That's how come I can't remember scripture. And you tell me, well, where? I don't know where it's at. Why? It's in my spirit. Well, go find it. I won't do that. If God can't tell it to me up here, it, he don't want me to have it. And believe me, he ain't going to come up here and try to help me. And that's what he's trying to get, done, get you to do in your life so you can hear him. Okay, now let's look at this here. Let's turn to Proverbs 3.5. Let's go to Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. See, when you're trying to figure God out, you can't even get your blessing. You, you'll mess your blessing up. If you want a blessing, I mean, I just want a blessing from the Lord. Well, let's don't figure God out. Let's stop trying to figure him out. We can't figure God out. We got that from the astrology. We got that from white magic. We got that from looking at your zodiac signs. Well, let me see what tomorrow going to be. And you thank God like that. You bring that over to the deliverance ministry. <laughs> so you, you bring that thought process because the devil got you reading about the future. So he thinks that you can, you can know everything. He ain't nothing but a lie. He's the father of all lies. So that's where you got that from. Let me read my zodiac sign and tell him about tomorrow. Tomorrow ain't promised for nobody. Don't, don't, don't do that. Now, in Proverbs 3, 5, he says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not into your mind. That's how I like to say that. Because your understanding is opposite from the Holy Spirit. See, he's still here. He's talking about the soul man. Remember 1 Thessalonians 5, 23? Body, mind, soul, and spirit. Well, here he says, Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. That ain't your mind. That's in your heart. Notice he said, with well, all thy heart. Why wouldn't the Lord say, with all your mind? He will never give you a scripture in the Bible that will have you to depend on your mind. Because it's carnal. He said, in your heart. That's where you have to trust the Lord at. Not in your mind. Let me show you how this works. You got a revelation, didn't you? See? You just got a revelation. He told me the revelation you got. He told me the rev a, a prayer that you've been answering, a key that you've been looking for. And when I said that, it opened it up to you. Why? He's not in his mind. It can happen to every last one of you in here, even if you sit in here. He says, trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not unto thy own understanding. Let me show you what understanding is, the definition of that. The quality of condition of one who understands and comprehends. God doesn't want you to understand or comprehend. He wants you to receive. He is not like the English dictionary, although he made it. He is not with rules and regulation in the humanistic terminology. And that's what we get tripped up in. We can't reason natural things with spiritual things. We can't reason it. We haven't been trained, you haven't been trained that, so it's foreign to you. This topic that I'm teaching on now, nobody, no one ever heard this in a, in a church before, have they? It's, it's come done, done by the Spirit, but it sounds good, doesn't it? It sounds applicable to, to, to apply in your life. He, that's right. Ye should know the truth, and the truth of John 8, 32. Set you free, you're getting free. Because most people tomorrow, they're going to be in their mind serving God. Everything will be in their mind. The robe, the jerry curl, the, the water, 
removing the sweat that has to be removed, all that flesh, carrying his, carrying his Bible out, open the door for him, all that's in your mind. The armor bearer walk him, and he walks to you, and you can't even touch him. He got so many security guards. He better than Jesus. Jesus didn't have no security guard with him. Jesus did not have anybody to protect him. He just slipped on out the door. The Holy Spirit said, go on, on, and go, and he go. But these people here, they're doing it in the flesh. Okay? God doesn't want that. So don't, don't try to understand that. When you ask the Lord for something, believe that you have it. He just gave me a scripture. Go to Mark. 11. When you ask the Lord for something, don't let your mind and your soul get you in the way of your blessing. God wants to bless every last one of you because we are descendants from Abraham. We have received the blessings from the covenant of Abraham through Jesus of Nazareth. Remember that. When you pray, you ask God. He says in Mark 11:23, For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, don't let your mind get in the way while you're trying to say to that mountain. Let your spirit say it. Did you hear what I said? Let your spirit say it. That's why some of your prayers can't get answered. You're doing it in the mind. Don't do that. For verily I say unto you, that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt. That's thinking. Doubting. I don't know. Uh, maybe he will. Well, how are you going to doubt? You, what, do, what does it take for someone to doubt? What do they got to do? They got to think. Am I right? Everybody raise your hand. Do you agree with me? Yeah, I want all hands. Who disagree with me? So if you are thinking, you can't even get your prayers answered. That mind is slick, ain't it? So he said, no doubting. Doubt in his heart. Don't even do it in your heart. Watch this. But shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. If you don't think it out and if you believe it, it can get done. Now, why are you waiting on your blessing? The devil's going to shoot you thoughts. That's where he operates in the mind. You praying for your husband to get saved. Are you praying for your wife to get saved? And I knew a brother called me and told me, man, since I prayed for my wife, she's getting worse. You ever thought about that? Well, the devil is trying to, let, he wants you to look at he or she that's getting worse. He wants you to see it with your eyes, analyze it with your mind, and now once you see it with your eyes and you have done your analytical thinking about that, he has stolen the word from you. The Bible says as soon as the word is sown, Satan comes immediately to choke the word that was sown in your heart. How he choked it? Getting your mind to think it. Getting your mind to rationalize the, op the opposite of faith. Don't do that. That comes from your carnal mind. You can't cast a mind out, but you can bind it from all that old wicked thinking. You can shut that thing down. Second Corinthians 10, 4, and 5 says that we're supposed to cast down Every imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. What's the knowledge of God? Supernatural power from the Holy Spirit. That means that you cannot analyze supernatural power from the Holy Spirit. You just have to receive it. That's, it's so simple, people make it difficult. Not hard. So, 
we've got to get away from reason, the, the, the capacity for logical, rationality, or analytical thought, intelligence. That's dangerous. Very, very dangerous because you're going to limit the power of God. If you're reasoning, you can't say this prayer according to Mark 11:23. It ain't going to work for you because you're going to find an answer that's going to go against it. See, when people reason, they are arguing within themselves whether they should believe that scripture or not. Or they're trying to find doubt in that scripture for that thing not to manifest. And the devil is using that against you. The Bible says, resist the devil and he shall flee, right? Resist him from your mind. <laughs> That's how you can resist him. When he's going to make you start thinking, say, shut up, in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Be quiet. It ain't going to work that you praying for your wife. It ain't going to work that you praying for your son. You know, he tells me that. that ain't gonna, Shut up. I'm going to pray even more. Watch this. He don't hit it. He gone now. Go in tongues in a minute on his butt. I say, where you at now? Come on back over here. He gone. Because I'm not listening to that mess he wants to put in my mind. You pray for somebody. You don't see no changes. It ain't for you to tell yourself that you should stop. That's not your job. When you pray, you give that thing to the Lord, and you keep believing. Don't you let your mind take you out your blessing. You say, I believe, and you keep praying for that person. And don't let that mind start saying, oh, it ain't going to work now. That's how the devil gets some of y'all, and y'all got to start all back over. Imagine going over the mountain, because you're going to go over until you get it right. God doesn't want you in your mind, okay? And you're going to imagine going just like this here. That's frustrating. And you, you're talking about doing, you want to do miracles and works for God, and you can't even shut your own mind down? So don't even think about dealing with K-80s and K-90s. And, and, and Don't even think about it. I was telling Katie in love. She's a good musician. She doesn't have to do all that practicing. Just stay in the Word, and she's getting there. And she's performing better. The anointing is a lot better because she's learning how to trust the Lord when she get up here. She's not letting her mind get her in the way. She's releasing her music to the Spirit of God within her. God is a spirit. He's not in your mind. So stay away from that, okay? Stay away from all analytical thinking. Now, what the devil wants you to do is to keep your mind puffed up. You want to puff your mind up. God has shown me how he does this. When your mind is constantly being puffed up, let me show you what, what I'm talking about. Colossians 2.18, please. Let me, let me break this scripture down in Colossians 2.18. He want to keep your mind puffed up because if it's puffed up, guess what? It's on a high level, and you're comfortable where it's at. And if he can keep that, that mind puffed up, constantly puffing it up, you ain't gonna be able to, there's no way in the world you're going to be able to hear something from the Holy Spirit. Let no man beguile you of your reward in the voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. See, your fleshly mind's going to puff it up. That means you're going to try to figure something out. Don't try to figure everything out. Learn how to say, Lord, I don't know. I'll give it to you. And wait. Don't let your mind puff up all the, it gets so puffed up, God can't even talk to you because you're too busy working it. Now, let me show you how serious he is about thinking and worrying. Worrying comes from having no faith in God. 
Worrying comes when you are inducing everything on you. And when you worry, you're trying to figure out how to get delivered from something, whether it's a bill, whether it's your wife, whether it's your job, you're trying to go in the military. Don't worry about it. Don't think it. Trust the Lord. See? And if you, and if you trust the Lord, it can limit your mind from trying to rotate all this thought. Because what you're trying to do is find the right answer in the natural to say, I got it, God. I don't need you. That's what worry does. When you worry, you become your own God, and you don't really have no power. Imagine you worrying and you putting it upon yourself to change a, change a person or change your job or any scenario in life when you worry, you are telling the Holy Spirit, I don't need you. That's what you're saying to the Lord. Because he says, do not worry. When you worry, you're full of doubt, unbelief, fear. So all those are spirits. You see? And that's why you can't hear God. Now, then another reason why is that your mind don't want to get free from this is because every time you try to do something independent without God, you put a curse on yourself. See how dangerous your mind is? Your mind is trying to say, don't do that. That's the wrong way. The Lord say, trust. Your mind say, try to figure out. The Lord say, trust me. Your mind say, oh, I think I, oh, I go to the palm shop and palm something. That's it. Quick remedy. Now, you went to the palm shop, you got your money, you lost a very valuable asset that you have probably received from God. He didn't stole that, but yet you got the money. You done figured it out. And normally when human beings figure stuff out, it's, it's, it's very limited. But when the power of God does something, it's a lot different than your natural mind. Don't start figuring stuff out and thinking. Don't get puffed up to try to analyze your mind. Let me show you something. Matthew chapter 6, please. I'm hearing Isaiah 55.9. Somebody shoot that out. I just heard Isaiah 55.9. Go to 55.9, someone. Stand up and give me Isaiah 55.9. I just heard Isaiah 55. Just say it out loud. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. So your thoughts are on a natural level, and his thoughts higher than yours. How is that going to work? You've got to take your thoughts and get rid of them and go to God in your faith. That's why he gives you faith. Take the faith that you have and believe God and tell your mind, I'm not going to try to figure this out. I am not going to try to figure out how I'm going to get this job. I am not going to try to figure out where I'm going to go. I'm not going to do that. God has told me not to do that. God has told me to trust in him. God will give me the instructions by the Holy Spirit of where to go, when to go. See, the Holy Spirit is the teacher. But God is showing me that it can't be a teacher when you're in your mind. You getting it? You got something to say? We need it. We're here. Bring it on. Get it out. Let, let, him, let him speak on the mic. Open up. That's because what he may have to say could be a blessing to you or somebody on his Internet radio. If you got any opinions with this, as a matter of fact, I'm going to pass the mic around with everybody. And let's get everybody's feelings of how you think about this and tell me what you feel about the things that you're dealing with with your mind because thousands of people may, hear, may need to hear this. You ain't the only one that's having these problems. 
Well, when you said uh, when the Holy Spirit is trying to when the Holy Spirit is trying to teach you, you got you got two minds that's battling. That's right. But you get double mind. That's right. Two minds that are fighting when when and, and two different things. And that's what dropped me when one mind has to die so the other mind can be can talk and the other mind must submit so it can learn. That's the mind of Christ. First Corinthians two sixteen and Philippians two five. That's the Holy Spirit. And what he's saying is that other mind is your conscious mind. That's the mind that's gonna get you in trouble. What he's saying that the Holy Spirit is the mind of Christ, according to First Corinthians two sixteen and Philippians chapter two verse five. That is the mind of the Holy Spirit is trying to convey to your spirit, but your natural mind is trying to figure it up. Figure it out, and you become double-minded. Now you're unstable because your natural mind is trying to comprehend what God said in Isaiah 55, 8, you're not supposed to do. You hit it right on head, brother. You hit it right on head. Anybody? Anybody? Nobody have any problems with their mind? Okay, well, tell me the problems that you got with it. Very analytical mind, and I, I have a tendency. I read a lot, and I have a tendency to uh, try to analyze a lot of things. Everybody do. Having problem with understanding, you know. Revelation. Keeping the uh, the Bible. I mean, the words in my mind because I'd be saying, okay, well, how does that sound? That didn't really sound right, you know. And I was trying to figure things out. And so I was telling Kate earlier. Keep the mic. Keep. Don't I go like this because you're on radio. Telling Kate earlier that uh, that uh, I was having problems just concentrating on the word because you know when I go through things, it's it's from being a teacher. When you know when you're a teacher and you've been you're taught to to uh, to analyze a lot of things. You tell children, you know, to have uh, to think things out. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. What it was, you know, so I got to break that habit. Okay. Well, we're going to pray that that habit be broke for you tonight. Next question. Um, it's a lot of things I like think about, and um, when I go to read the Bible, I really not understand what I'm reading a lot. But um, sometimes I stop, and I remember my dad uh, preached one time about chaining your mind down, and uh, I pray that prayer, and I noticed that I I can understand what I'm reading a little bit more. But when I pray before I read, because um. Things are in my mind about all day, and I'm reading the Bible, and things telling me, like, uh, you're not going to understand it until, like, uh, I pray and bind things up, and I'm understanding what I'm reading more. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I was. Yeah, so you binding this, this flesh up. You binding it. it. Brother John, you got any comments? You don't want to share? You may be able to help somebody else out. Okay. Anybody else? Sister Katie? Um, I think that what I the problem I have is an out of control mind. Um, I'm finding that what helps me is not just reading the word, but pulling different scriptures out of the word to meditate on all day long. And I also find that um, when I meditate on a particular scripture, just saying it to myself over and over again aloud, the Lord will, will give me revelation on certain things in that scripture. And that's okay. Go ahead. You know, also while you was talking, what came to me was was also says in Romans twelve one and three. I mean one and twelve 
12 and 2, where it's about be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Well, you cannot have the same mind when you're when you're when you're connected with God. That's right. It does, then you become a new creature. You become a new creature. That's right. And I like what it says because you're able to uh, prove what is good, what is acceptable, and the perfect will of God. So in our in our in our carnal mind, we cannot prove these things. As long as we uh, are transformed by the mind of God, we're able to prove to prove these things, and it's not in our carnal mind. That's why you can get revelation. That's why the Bible says, "Prove all things," because your mind can't prove all things. The Holy Spirit can. You see what I'm saying? And people have a lot of power within them. They have power within them, but they don't realize that they're not using the power. And God is showing me that the power is in you. But guess what you go to? Your mind. And you just go right back to it. Just go right back to it. Just like this here. You just go to it. That thing got you hooked. It's got you hooked. And you're going around in circles, and you're getting frustrated. You go again here. The mind says, come here! Mind grab you. It's a strong man. And you follow it like this here. And it's just running you around. You ain't getting no revelation. You you can't hear. You you're moving off emotions. You you just wasting time. That's all you're doing. You are wasting time. And you come shoot all this mind stuff to me. I got to listen to all this garbage. I just got to listen to it. I said, Lord, I'll be glad to get through. Because I know what it is. It's coming out their mind. There's no peace. It's confusion. When folks talking real fast, they can't hear God. You know why God is talking why they can't hear him? They are talking so much and so heavy, and they're shooting that stuff out of their mind. That mind is going to sit. You can't shut it off. You have to shut. Hey! In order for somebody to get somebody's attention, that mind is shooting it off. It's not coming from the Spirit of God. Because when it comes from the Spirit of God, it brings peace. It brings understanding, and it brings change. Peace, understanding, and change. You know, I'm going to show you something. And uh, I want you to see this. Do you, your, do you know your mind has its own desires? Let me say this again. Your mind has its own desires. That's dangerous. I, I thought that was the flesh that had the desire. It's your mind. It comes out your mind. All that comes from your mind. Flesh can't think that not, but your mind can think. Flesh can't think pornography. Your mind can. It comes from the mind and the flesh hit it. That your mind, that, let me show you something. Go to Deuteronomy 8.16. And your mind will make you a fool too. That's how people become fools. Their mind. Now, that's in the Bible. That's in Proverbs 29:11. Your mind will make you a fool. You've seen folks just talking. They just need to shut up. They ain't talking about nothing. They're just yakking. Yak, 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 yak. Yak. That's why I don't like to do a whole lot of yakking. I like to talk every now and then, but not all the time. Just talk, talk. I don't like all that talking. I'd rather read the Bible, man. Just yakking. Let's, let's look at this scripture here. Uh, let's go to Deuteronomy. Chapter 18, verse 16. I'm going to read this to you. I got it out of my King James. Deuteronomy, 
1816. According to all that thou desires of the Lord thy God in Hebrew, in the day of the sin, saying, Let me not hear against the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see these great fire anymore, that I die not. That's your mind. The mind doesn't want to. The mind don't want to die at all. Now let me show you how your mind makes you look like a fool. Go to Proverbs twenty nine eleven. You want to see where a fool come from? They mind. That's what. That's what a fool is. The Bible says that. I didn't say it. Go to Proverbs twenty nine eleven. Proverbs twenty nine eleven. Now watch this. This is why you have to listen to the Holy Spirit. Because, you know, some of your minds is just talking and you can't, you don't even know it's talking. I'm just hearing that from the Holy Spirit. I, I just heard that straight from heaven. Some of your minds are just talking and you don't even know it's talking. It's just going. And you can't stop it. Some of you can't, you, some of you, the Lord has told me your mind is controlling your spirit. I just heard that from the Lord. Your mind is controlling your spirit. That's, we don't want that. You, my brothers and sisters, I want you to be connected with the Holy Spirit. Don't let your mind control the spirit man of you. That's, something's wrong with that. Okay? Don't do Ask God to please help you. And Now what he's telling me for you to do is stop thinking. He keeps telling me all y'all got to do is stop thinking. Y'all won't stop thinking. The remedy for that is to stop analyzing. Okay, now what did I was going to say? Proverbs twenty nine, eleven. In Proverbs twenty nine eleven, it says, "A fool uttereth all his what mind." He said, "I'm about the tongue." See how dangerous the mind is. The mind make you a, a fool. Man, God, you can be in a restaurant. Your mind just shoots something out. Or in a grocery store, you're just shooting something out. You have to control that thing, man. That thing had you saying something at the wrong time. You get fired on your job. You get embarrassed with people. It'll make you look like a fool. Don't let nothing make you look like a fool. Get the Spirit of God in you to house that thing and shut that thing down. A fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it in till afterward. What is he talking about till afterward? After the Holy Spirit has told you what it is. That's why I don't jump unless the Holy Spirit tells me. And people get offended with me. They get actually offended with me. I'm not going to shoot you what, I want, what you want me to hear. I'm going to wait on the Holy Spirit. Because if I wait on the Lord, I'm not going to be shooting stuff out that I don't need to be saying. That's what your mind will do to you. Make you up a, a, a fool. You have to cast the thoughts down. Turn to 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5. Anytime your mind starts thinking and you let your mind get a control, stop it with 2 Corinthians 10, 4, and 5. Stop it. Shut it down. Stop it. Don't, don't let it do that to you. Because, man, you get bombarded with so many thoughts, you'll be gone. And the devil really should come up and thought. He's an expert in shooting thoughts to you. You don't want to be like that. It says, casting down imaginations. Imaginations. What is an imagination? It's a thought. 
any kind of thought, you have to cast it down. Not God. You got to do that. And you cannot do an exorcism in your brain. That ain't coming out. (laughs) Wish we could, but it won't. That's something you got to do. You can't cast that out. It says casting down. Imagination. That's thoughts. So whatever thoughts, just, just, just take that, them three words right there. What imagination is shooting at your mind so much? Now you have a spirit man in you, the Holy Spirit. How come that can't stop that? Why is it that the Holy Spirit cannot stop your mind? Say what, Katie? You're not strong enough. You hear it right. Say that loud so she can get this on there. I want this on here. He's not strong enough yet in you. He's not strong. That's a revelation. He's not strong enough in you. See, some of you are pretending to be grown, but you're babies. Some of you don't want to be a baby, but you is. You see, you're babies. Because if you can't shut your thoughts down, that, that doesn't sound like no soldier to me. That, 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 that's, you've got to shut the, the inner walls with you before you do something else to somebody else. Devil would have me thinking this. I won't do it. I won't think that about nobody. The devil would say, uh, well, he sh-. I say, shut up. He come to me. I say, shut up. I don't need to hear that. Go on. Didn't He gone then. Go right back in tongues on him. If you've got tongues, start praying in tongues. Time your mind, start running, start praying in tongues. Because if you do not control, shut your mind down, he's telling me, this is hot off the press, you'll never hear him. He's not coming there. And you get frustrated because you don't know how to stop it. You get frustrated because you don't know. You don't know how to stop it. This is how you stop it. Bind your mind up every morning. Yeah. What's up you should bind on earth should be bind in heaven. What's up you should loose on earth should be loose in heaven. You bind. If it takes you every second, shut up thoughts. Shut up thoughts. Then blood of Jesus thought. Then you got to do what you got. You got to get extreme. Hey, do what you got to do. I don't have that problem. Ain't nothing up here. There's nothing up here. It's burnt out from drugs. Okay? Smoking and popping and, and snorting and all that burnt minds out. So I don't have nothing up here. I'd just rather use the Holy Spirit. It wasn't nothing up there anyway. <laughs> so I, I don't need it. I don't need it. Ain't nothing up here. I don't even use it. Ain't nothing up here. Empty. That's what God wants you to get. You have a Holy Spirit. Use the Holy Spirit within you. Imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself up against the knowledge. Your mind is trying to exalt itself up against the revelation of God. That's what it said, Katie. I didn't make that up. Your mind is trying to exalt itself over the revelation of God. And God says that you're supposed to cast down the imagination and every high thing that exalts itself up against the knowledge of God and bring it into captivity. Every thought, that's your mind. You're supposed to bring in captivity. Now watch this. This is going to be hard for some of you. You want to do an exorcism, you want to heal somebody, but you can't, bring in, uh, you can't shut down that one thought coming in your mind. But you want to be doing a deliverance man. Or you want to be a Christian, but you can't shut down thoughts in your own mind and you want to go preach to somebody. Man, you better get him up out, out there poking and set him down somewhere. Imagine tomorrow, so many preachers are going to be shooting out their mind. 
mine shooters. Pow, 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 Shut it down, cut it, that's right. The blood of Jesus, that's your job. And God's telling me that he's not going to do it for you. You can, he's, y'all, somebody in here praying to the Lord to add, he's not going to, he's answering your prayers by telling you what to do. You have to cast down those imaginations. He said cast it down. There's no other way. I, I don't know no other way but what the Bible says. If there's any other scriptures to give me on casting down, please let me know. That's something which you, which you got to do. Okay? You do not want to be a flock. You would like to be sheeps. Most people are flocks. They're in a flock. They can't hear. And John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. Well, why do they follow him? Because they cast down those imaginations. That's why they can follow him. A sheep is just a part of a flock. I, won't, I don't want to be no flock. I want to be a sheep. You're supposed, when God tells you something, God's supposed to talk to you. And if you can't hear him, you're going to have to do whatever it takes for you to do to hear him. You, you're getting frustrated, that's not going to get it. That ain't going to get it. You've got to continue, and you get it right. That's why he's giving you grace. You make a mistake, get back up. But God wants you out of your carnal mind. Okay? Most of us was trained by great nothings. Most of us sat under this mess. Most of us have followed them, and they have sent your mind going crazy with their teaching. And that's why it becomes a stronghold. Think of all the teaching you got coming from your mind. That's why, and it just builds up. You have to shut that down and feed your spirit. Didn't I say you had to shut it down? You got to do that. I'm not going to do that for you. And then when you come up to me, I got to hear the same mess over and or another mind shooter. I'm tired of that. I don't like that. I don't like it around me. It's very uncomfortable for me. I can't even relate to you. You're back in the mind. I'm trying to come in the spirit. You can't get revelation. Thank you. He's telling me you can't even get no revelation out, out, out your mind. That's why you don't get revelation. Your mind is a stronghold. It takes patience. Don't, don't let your mind do that to you. Revelation won't come into your mind. Isaiah 65, 17, go home and study that. Revelation will not come from your mind. Isaiah 65, 17. Isaiah 65, 17. Now, you know, have anybody ever heard someone would tell you that your mind got, got lost? I mean, no one ever heard that before, have you? Okay. Do you know your mind has lost? Huh? Yeah, it has rules and regulations that's contrary to a God. Give me Isaiah, read that first, Gunner, and then I want you to turn to Romans 7.23. We're going to get down on the nitty-gritty and get this done tonight. All right. Chaplain John Durden, you have the mic. Praise the Lord. You know what? There's one reason why I enjoy the session because uh, what the Holy Spirit was speaking through you, we never got that when we was in seminary kind of a thing. 
Uh, mind was always telling us that don't make any sense. How you going to hear the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit don't speak to us nowadays. We have his written word. I heard that a million times when I was in school, even when I was in, in seminary. We have his written word. Now, that's one thing I'm blessed by this. I'm hoping that all those folks who jump on me talking about they know I'm writing his sermons. Hey, I had the same teaching you guys had, and I hope by listening at this and where he was going, the speed he was going, do y'all think uh, he's right now? I wrote all that stuff that he spit out of his mouth. No way, Jose. And for me to claim the glory to him, I told him all that. That'll be a lie right out of the pits of hell. Now I ain't gonna get, now I ain't gonna get cursed by the Lord because I lied trying to uh, get some glory. That what y'all heard. And he didn't have one piece of paper, a note in front of him. He was saying it all with the Holy Spirit was telling him what to say. And I thank the Lord for this teaching tonight because you guys, we we all went to the same school and y'all and y'all haven't been taught that. And I haven't told that either about coming up to mind. That don't make no sense and all these kinds of things. And I can see why we want him to come out of our mind because when we come out of our mind, we are spitting out what we've been taught and what somebody said to us, what mama taught us, or what some false teacher or false minister taught us, what false friends and everything else. Everybody got their mind. And I close with this. If you got 15 ministers from different denominations, you got a Catholic, you got a Baptist, you got a Methodist, you got your whole witness, and all this lineup, you can ask them the same questions and pull them in the room one by one, I bet you a million dollars each one will give you a different definition or interpretation of that one passage that you gave each one of them to read. He wants us to come from the Holy Spirit, not from our mind. I appreciate it, man. I, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to hear that again. God bless you. Amen. God bless. Please give to www.livedeliverance.com. We have a GoFundMe at the top of our page and on the lower left-hand corner of our PayPal to continue to keep us on air. We need your contributions. It's not uh, free to get on air. <laughs> this is not a church. This is an Internet radio station, but we do have cyber members. If you'd like to be part of that, email me at overgenavy1 at gmail.com. Shalom. Let my mind stay on you, God.
control my mind Please control my future Let my steps be ordered, Jesus By all Control my mind Please control my future Let my steps be ordered By Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. W Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.